What's up, everyone, and welcome to the School District Podcast. My name is Adam Welcome. This is my podcast. I'm the host, and I really and truly hope you enjoy all the conversations I have with educators all over the world, principals, teachers, instructional coaches, assistant superintendents, superintendents, and even state commissioners of education. We go deep and talk about the pain points and lessons learned in education. Please consider subscribing to the podcast, leave a rating, write a review, and share your favorite conversations with colleagues or anyone you think would enjoy. Today's episode is brought to you by me. (laughs) The best way to support the podcast is honestly pick up one of my books, Kids Deserve It, Run Like a Pirate, Empower Our Girls, or Teachers Deserve It, all available on Amazon or, as you know, wherever books are sold. Also, KDI is on Audible as an audiobook, which is pretty cool. And if your organization, school, district, county, service unit, conference, or company is having an event and looking for a high-energy, relevant, relatable, fun, down-to-earth speaker that keeps it real and really connects with the audience, reach out directly so we can talk about your event and schedule something amazing for your team. AdamWelcome at gmail.com or Mr. Adam Welcome dot com for more information about speaking and also just all my other podcasts and blog. All right. My guest for today is super special. NAESP, that's the National Association of Elementary School Principals, where I am actually a fellow in their innovation program, has an annual award for principal of the year from each state. And they also have national outstanding assistant principals award. And today, today, I have none other than Karis Eccles, who is the 2022 National Outstanding Assistant Principal from Arkansas, Carroll Lewis Elementary School. Let me tell you, Karis is amazing. And we have such an awesome conversation. You can hear the energy and just the mojo and passion for education. I'm releasing four episodes all in one day. I have uh, Karis, Ron Poland, Heidi Miller, and Quisha Tillman, all assistant principals uh, of the year from their state. So after you listen to this episode, it's 13 minutes long with Karis. Please go and listen to the uh, the other three episodes. I'm dropping them all on the same day, May 14th. It's going to be an assistant principal bonanza <laughs> today. So uh, thanks for listening and hope you enjoy my conversation with Karis Eccles. Today on the podcast, it is continuing my series of 2022 National Outstanding Assistant Principals. I saw the list come out from NAESP and I just thought to myself, I'm going to do a whole bunch of shorter episodes with all these assistant principals. And today, coming from Carolyn Lewis Elementary School in Conway, Arkansas, we have the 2022 National Outstanding Assistant Principal, Karis Eccles. Karis, welcome to the podcast. What? I'm super excited to be here. Can I give myself a round of applause here? Do it. I love it. Okay, so here's a quick story about Arkansas. I've only been through Arkansas. I landed, I forget what state, and I was driving through Arkansas, I think, to get to Missouri. I was literally in Arkansas for like 20 minutes, and I got got pulled over by Arkansas PD. I was coming off. She was... 
No, she was so cool. I was going like 35 and a 25 because it was like a highway. Then it slowed down to go through a residential. <laughs> I didn't realize she comes out. She had this kind of a stronger Arkansas accent. Uh-huh. I actually didn't even know what she said. I said, <laughs> I said, excuse me, ma'am. And she's like, you know, blah, 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 state police, whatever. And she's like, all right, next time, just drive slower. I was like, thank you. I'm, I'm really sorry. I don't drive fast. It's my first and only time. So I've been, I've been <laughs> to Arkansas in quotes, yeah. but. It wasn't the best experience. So I got. Oh my gosh! First and only time driving 35 miles per hour. Oh my gosh! That is a record hitter. Oh, I know, right? At least I wasn't going like 50. So exactly. Oh my gosh, Karis, welcome to the podcast. We were talking before the show. Your first podcast. So I'm just uh, excited to be able to be the first one on. And we got some questions, Karis. What is life as an assistant principal like? What do you do day to day? (laughs) Man, um, life as an assistant principal here in Conway, Arkansas, um, it's busy, but it's fun. I love it. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, I think my role here is basically to support the teachers, but I'm also a special education designee. I handle all of our response to intervention for our students, kinder through fourth grade. Um, I handle, you know, behavior if it comes up. I'm also working on school culture here so just lots of cool things all in one um my number one role and my most favorite role is being able to interact with all the students in our building yeah no 100 percent. so follow-up question when yeah. you made that when you made the jump from teacher to assistant principal is it what you thought it would be? Because you just listed a bunch of things. And uh-huh. I go back to my assistant principal days and I'm like, yep, yep, that, yep, that, yep, this. And I had some I had some idea of what it would be like. And I also had some misconceptions. Was it what you thought or were you pleasantly surprised? And in every job you have, there's going to be things that you don't like about the job. So I'm sure there's things uh-huh. I, I kind of got tired of doing lunch duty and, you know, yeah. Helping, helping kids open their yogurts and, you know, their little ketchup packets and stuff. But is it, is it what you thought it would be? I would say yes and no. And the reason I say that is because I was actually a teacher in this building and then became assistant principal here. So I had a chance to see the two previous assistant principals work in their roles and I had great relationships with them. So I kind of knew already um, a little bit of what they did. Um, I'm always a learner. I love to learn, still currently in school. I'm working on my fourth degree, I believe. So um, it's just always something that I've enjoyed doing. I enjoy talking to my assistant principals and say, hey, what are you doing? Because one day I hope to sit in this seat, you know, somewhere. And thankfully it just so happened to be here in my same building. Um, The no part I would say would be, I didn't realize the impact and how much it required when you are the special uh, education designee for your building and the assistant principal. That can be a lot if you are not very good with like organization and keeping up with timelines. So I live by calendars. I have three. <laughs> and if it's not on my calendar, I do not know. So <laughs> that 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 will be the most challenging part. But other than that, I think I've, I've had a really good um, support system here. And I just love the teachers and the staff and the students. So it's been great. It has. Yeah. Speaking of calendars, I'm with you. I don't know how people, <laughs> I don't know how people did it before like Google calendar. My first principal, his calendar, it was like one of those big like paper calendars. And it oh was yeah. 
on the wall in the office. And that, that was his calendar. And when I went to go to administration, I was thinking back, how did you know what you had? Did you take a picture of it? Or did you have to walk down to the office every time that you had to change something? So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be organized. Okay, my next question based yes. on your first response is now gonna be like a double barreled question. It's two parts. Okay. The first part is what advice do you have for aspiring assistant principals? And then the second part is what advice do you have for aspiring assistant principals that are, or assistant principals that are getting a job in the same building where they were, where they were a teacher? Cause I actually hear about that often, or I hear about people in really rural areas making the jump from teacher to principal and it's in the same building. So two questions, if you can break it down, um, advice Ooh. you have for people okay so for aspiring um, assistant principals or principals I feel that my most important advice I could give someone would be to learn to work in the gray what I mean by that is that things aren't always black and white um, working with kids isn't black and white working with parents isn't always black and white working with teachers um, working with different classes you have to learn to work in the gray because we work in education where everything is ongoing and always changing. So you have to have that flexibility with realizing that you can't, um, you may not be able to have a conversation with this parent the same way you were this parent, or you may not be able to teach this class the same way you did last year with the previous class. So that's my most important advice I could give you. And just give yourself grace. Um, like I said, it's, it's a learning curve. It's something that you learn every single day because you never know which parent you may get. You never know which student you may see that day. So learning to just work in the gray would be my, my most important advice I could give to someone that's looking forward to going into this role. And oh man, as far as someone moving from teacher to assistant principal within the same building, before I made the move, several people were like, man, that's going to be hard. And I don't think I realized how hard it would be until maybe after the first or second year, because my very first year as assistant principal, we went home in March for COVID. <laughs> so oh we were my shut gosh, down. great so timing. I spent most of my year, <laughs> yes, at home. <laughs> but I will say, um, if there's a teacher in their building and they have a position open for AP, I would suggest show what you know. Take some leadership roles within the building. Build those relationships with teachers who are on different teams. Build a relationship with the custodians and the cafeteria workers and the support staff because those are the people that you will need when you get into this role. And they want to know that they can trust you. And if they can trust you as a teacher, then they'll be more adamant to support you as their building leader. Yeah. How did how did you change? Or like did did Karis change? When you went from classroom, were you like, yo, teacher, fun? I mean, like, I know, like, when I was a teacher, I had a different, like, level of mojo and energy. And then when I became yes. assistant principal, I started wearing a tie. And I, yes. I, I hate to say that I acted more, quote unquote, professional, mm -hmm. but, but you know, like, you had different level of responsibility. But that, right. new, but the new school where I went to, they didn't know the old Adam. Not that it was bad, it was just different. Did you, did you, quote unquote, change at all or and if, and if you did was it like a slow burn kind of a change so they were like whoa where does she come from what happened I mean how did that kind of happen for you oh I think I don't think I've changed as myself like I don't think I've changed from Karis to being Mrs. Eccles if that makes sense 
I think I'm still carrying. This is Eccles. I love it. <laughs> yes, yes. I um, I think I'm still the same person, and I think I can still be the same person with the staff here, just because our school culture is already phenomenal, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the change would be the staff getting used to me working with everyone in the building, just besides just the team that I was on, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think um, because I only taught kindergarten and first grade within my building. So being able to work and support with the fourth grade teachers was something that I feel like I had to learn and adjust to do because you have to learn their curriculum and how can I support you? So I would say I changed in that aspect. And of course, the dress, of course, dressing like a teacher. I mean, hey, I could wear some cool slacks and a nice shirt, but sometimes I have to dress up and wear my fancy heels and I don't like it. <laughs> You can't chase kids on the playground in heels. It takes exactly, uh, it exactly. takes multitasking. Karis, if you had one wish for education, what would it be and why? Ooh, mm, that's a loaded question. Um, if I had <laughs> one wish, something that I would like to do if I had a magic button and I could push it, maybe smaller class sizes. And the reason I say that is because I feel like you can reach more students and reach their level of need and their interest. I think we've gotten so far away from school being fun for kids and it feels like a chore. And I hate seeing kids who hate coming to school or don't feel like coming to school. They make an excuse in the morning because they would rather stay home. I would rather you be excited to come here. So maybe smaller class sizes so that teachers and and staff can really interact with those students and help teach them the way they know how. Yeah, know I how couldn't I couldn't agree more with that. My first couple of years I taught fourth and fifth grade and then I went down to third grade. And in uh-huh. California, we had class size reductions. So I had like 30, 32 in fourth and fifth, and I had 20 kids in third grade. And if I mean, like it was the same, yeah. the same size classroom, but the class felt empty because I had uh-huh. 10, 10 less desks and I got to build deeper relationships and go deeper with projects and curriculum and, right. and everything else. It's so important. I would be remiss, Karis, if we didn't mention the NAESP conference this summer. <laughs> we were talking about it before the show. You asked me if I was going. I said, heck yes. And you said you were going as well. July 17th to the 19th in Louisville, Kentucky. Just go to naesp.org and go to the conference. You can register. You can sign up. If you are an NASP member, it's cheaper. If you're not a member, it's a little bit more expensive. I think it's actually cheaper. If you're not a member and you want to go to the conference, become a member because you're actually going to save that money by paying the member price for the conference. And then you're a member for the whole year. Uh, so many, so many values. What are you looking forward to at the conference? It's your first national conference. I was telling you about my my first national NASP conference. What do you, other than being recognized as the 2022 National Outstanding AP from Arkansas, what are you looking forward to, uh, Karis? Oh, networking. I love meeting new people from all over the place. And um, I, I think that's what I'm most excited about, networking and learning from others. I'm actually moving to be a building principal here in Conway at a totally different building in July. So I'm just excited to learn from others and um, and meet new people so that I can make those connections later if I need to call someone. <laughs> yes, and you will. First off, congratulations on Thank the you. principal position. And we were talking before the show too, just about being connected and how it helps. Yes. It helps because the job's lonely and it can be lonely and it's, uh-huh. just, it's just so important to uh, 
to continue learning from everybody else. Karis Eccles, Carolyn Lewis Elementary School from Arkansas. I need to go back to Arkansas and have a better experience than just, <laughs> than just getting pulled over. 2022 National Outstanding Assistant Principal. Congratulations again. Thank you. Super excited to connect in person in Louisville. Absolutely naesp.org go sign up and uh, register for the conference thank you everybody for listening thank you for all that you do and i hope that you have an absolutely amazing day